Hey everyone, welcome to Horror Values, the sex worker friendly podcast. My name is Natalie Grace and I am your host. Today we're going to talk about medical bullshit. Yeah. My hot girl shit this week is super topical because I'm talking about medical bullshit and I actually got myself a fun little concussion this weekend. Um, at least we think it's a concussion. We don't. It was a small one, but I literally outside of the front of my apartment fainted on the sidewalk, hit my head, and then a paramedic was driving by, ran up to the scene, made sure I was good, God bless him, and we got an ambulance, like, my boyfriend was there, he was, like, standing right there, and I was like, oh, I think something's wrong, and then I, like, passed out and hit my head. Yeah, I'm pretty much a walking medical hazard, and that's super topical for this week's topic, because... I want to talk about how annoying sexism is, but like within the medical system. And I know this is a lady problem and it's like pervasive. Like if you look this up and like look up the way that doctors and the medical system treat women and treat patients, there's a lot of feedback. Okay, and let me just like caveat really quick for anyone who's like, hey, I'm in the medical system. No, I think we're fine. Yeah, I know. I know you're not all bad, right? Like, I'm aware. And you guys do amazing work. And I could never be a doctor or a nurse. Like, blood makes me faint. Like, I'm just a fainter. So this is not my arena. But um, I think it's amazing what they do and, like, helping people. And I think, like, obviously it's amazing. But that doesn't change the fact that I feel like every time a woman goes into the doctors with her arm broken, first they're going to like test her to see if she's pregnant, and second they're going to ask her if it's really broken or if she's just overreacting. And I just can't help but notice that that's a common theme, is this like internalized sexism within medicine. And like I know that it's just part of the overall structure, right? Like like, the whole medical system and the way, like, ever since I saw that whole thing, that whole racket growing up, I was like, I do not want any part of that, because first of all, you're getting put through hell to go through med school, which is cool, like, if you're a hard worker, right, that might be the right thing. For me, it's like, I can't even look at blood, so not happening, but, um, so you're put through hell that is med school, and in order to even get into that, you need to be amazing, basically, because, like, admission's, like, what, 4%? And then, like, but the point is, <clears throat> my point is that it's, like, a fucking racket. Like, the medical system is a racket. Insurance, healthcare, ugh, it's all really fucked. And then you could literally just lose your license like that, right? Like, you could work your whole life and, like, be an amazing doctor and then you fuck up one time which would be a tragedy and you'd feel really bad and then you also lose your license so I'm aware of all that and I'm aware that like it's a hard job and I respect it okay that's not gonna stop me from pointing out some bullshit because it's been something I've dealt with my whole life my mom's dealt with it her whole life and any woman I talk to has experienced it and like if you go like I made a couple TikToks about the way doctors are really condescending and invalidating and dismissive towards women when they're in the office and like 
I got so many comments, guys, like so many people just being like, no, really, this is a problem. Like, I'm sick of feeling completely just brushed off by my doctor. And the thing is, like, they treat so many people with like really bad issues. So it might be just like a time saver, but it seems as if it's directed a lot of the time at women in a sort of like sexist way. So what am I talking about? I have some stories of my own, like some really crazy stories and like a lot of experience in this. Um, and if you think I make it uncomfortable with guys at the strip club when they're disrespectful, which by the way, I'm mostly really nice um, because that's how you make money. But my skits are like a sort of, you know, getting it out and saying what I'm thinking instead of like what I said in the moment. Sometimes I say it. But anyway, if you think I can be a bitch when I'm with customers, you should see me in front of a doctor because that shit is serious and they're taking care of your physical form and they're like, think of it from their perspective. They're like, oh, I'm really busy. They got all this internalized misogyny. Even the women, like I've noticed a lot of them are more um, compassionate or, you know, more willing to listen, but like there's still that general internalized misogyny. So like, in their perspective, they're like, all right, I need to just solve this case and kind of get it off my hands, right? And you go in and you're like, hey, I have like a, I have a problem. And they're like, well, this looks good, this looks good, bet you don't have a problem. Um, and that's when you got to really like, you know, take off your people pleaser gloves and just get into it. Because like the only person who's going to stand up for you in that situation is yourself and so I <laughs> I can get <laughs> real bitchy when I'm with a doctor and it's not on purpose or it's not to be someone you don't want to be around it's not to be unpleasant it's to be assertive and to it's a way to say hey you need to take me like seriously right now because this is important it's my physical health on the line like without that I don't got anything okay like it's the you know grounds of like everything you do and you only get a couple minutes with this person and a lot of the time they're just going to brush you off because you're a woman. Um, not all the time, obviously. Here's some examples. So my mom has had a messed up spine for a lot of her adult life. She has like a crooked spine, like her neck's messed up. She has arthritis in her spine. She's had to have three whole surgeries, three whole surgeries, tons of epidurals, just for pain, just pain meds up the wazoo, like all this stuff. And um, doctors will still like ignore the MRIs, ignore all the, you know, um, evidence of her pain and sort of like question her about it or make her feel like she's being a baby or something. And like spine pain is serious. That shit is painful. That's not going away. Like that affects your whole body and they look at her records or they don't, I don't know. They just look at her and see who she is and they go, mm, but really, is it really that bad? One time one of her doctors literally said, yeah, you might be in a lot of pain right now, but there are soldiers coming back from war with worse problems who have worse pain. Like, who says that? And then so many of her doctors have just like been like, yeah, whatever. Like giving her the brush off, like not solving this problem right now. And a lot of them have been really good, but it's been like a disturbing amount. 
or just like treating us like we're idiots like when she had me she had like completely like tubes tied which the guy fucked it up so she couldn't get it undone so I'm a test tube baby so she had me in vitro that means you know exactly what happened when it happened you know John and Kate plus eight whatever and every time she told them that they just ignored her and set my due date at like the wrong date and told her like she was wrong even though she had literal records and that's the type of shit that people do to women that's just so frustrating because it's subtle but it's like completely dismissive it's like no your opinion is so stupid or invalid that like we're not even like (laughs) they're like we're not taking what you absolutely know to be true we're just gonna fucking do what we want to do like we're just gonna dismiss like oh you can talk holy shit like it's talking like I swear to god the medical system treats women like we're dumb mindless people who know nothing about our bodies so I saw this um from a young age like my mom would be really upset because her doctor gave her the brush off and I'd be like "Hmm, what's up with that and then as I got older and I like needed birth control Um, I went on birth control and I, it made me feel like shit, you know, like it made me feel off and not like myself. I was like, I've never been one to just kind of like take things as they are. Um, and I'm pretty hesitant to take medications in general. Like I never take Advil. I don't really like take things, you know what I mean? Um, I I think that's because of my dad, like it's some weird tough guy thing in the back of my mind like no I'm just gonna through it whatever but yeah I've never really taken like Advil and stuff like that so yeah I looked up what's up with birth control like is it actually good for you is it actually helpful and I found a lot of academic studies that I literally poured through because I'm just I'm that troll online who's just like internet articles and um, it turns out that it's not so great like it can hormonally really affect you for the rest of your life like That's why I don't even go near those depot shots or anything. Like, if you look into it, birth control is not really that great for you, but we're, like, sold this lie that it's good for you. Obviously, I'm pro-birth control because I want women to (laughs) be able to choose their, you know, reproductive health and their path with that. I'm just saying, like, that's why I usually go with an IUD. Um, I just try to keep it as, you know, low hormones as possible. But anyway... Um, what can happen to a lot of women, and I'm not a doctor, I don't play one on the internet, but what I read was that the estrogen can, like, bind to your testosterone. Basically, it lowers your overall, like, free testosterone in your system, so it essentially just messes up your hormones, so you end up feeling weird. There's a lot of other things it does. I think a lot of people have experienced it, but yeah. So I stopped using that, then I went on a copper IUD, um, which is not hormonal, and... Oh, fun fact, maybe more hot girl shit, is that I've, my body has rejected two IUDs in my life. That is correct. Two whole IUDs. But anyway, um, try to avoid the hormones. And later on in life, I had to get a surgery. Let's see surgery. Uh, <laughs> I won't get into the gory details. But essentially, I had to get flown or driven all the way to Boston, where the top surgeon for my issue was get the surgery done then I told him hey did you notice this other thing and he said 
no, you're crazy. Like, that couldn't possibly be true. I would have noticed it. And I was like, bet, this is the part where I'm bitchy to doctors. I'm like, bet, why don't you check again? Checked again, I was right. Um, And then he prescribed me birth control because it turns out I had endometriosis. Um, He was the top endometriosis doctor, which by the way, there's only like one or two in the world, which is my point. Like there should be more people focused on this issue that is specific to women. Um, But he was one of the top endometriosis doctors and he took it upon himself because I have a family history to give me a laparoscopy and stick a camera in my hoo-ha and not really. He literally like, it's an incision and they literally cut you open and put a camera in you and they found a little bit, like the tiniest bit on me. So they took it off and then he prescribed me with birth control. So then here's where I make it even more uncomfortable but I don't give a fuck is I was like, dude, I hate birth control. I don't want to be on it. And he was like, well, it's the only cure for endo. So if you don't want it to come back, then you're going to have to take it. And I was like, well, it makes me feel like shit. And he said, oh, that's impossible. There's no research to back that up. Which coming from one of the top gynecologists in the country, that's concerning. Um, And also his just complete denial of my experience with it. And like, countless women's experiences with birth control like you know how crazy that is like to look a woman in the face and say like no you're wrong you don't feel that way when you take a hormone that completely alters your body it's fucking insane like the reality of that that's the level of invalidation and dismissal i'm talking about so anyway did i take the meds no i didn't went back home turned out his surgery was botched I went to my personal gynecologist and I told her exactly where I felt she needed to fix things. She told me I was making it up and that I should go and, you know, try and figure things out myself, you know, use a little lube. Without getting into too much details, I couldn't fit a dick in there. So um, she was like, maybe try a little lube, whatever. And it was super painful. So I went back to her. I was like, look, you just need to do this one thing and it'll be it, like, and it'll be it, I swear to God, like, just do it, and she was like, whatever, kid, and she did, and afterwards, she apologized to me, and commended me for sticking up for myself, and being proactive in terms of my medical health, um, the way that a lot of people aren't, because we're just so continuously invalidated and brushed off when it comes to this stuff, we stop believing, like, in our own connection to ourselves, and stop believing in our own experience and we just listen to someone else and they tell us like how we feel it's like no like we need to stand up for ourselves we need to be willing to be uncomfortable about shit and if a doctor is telling you some bullshit about yourself that you know isn't true tell them to check again or go to a different doctor who's willing to listen to you because you are going to get care eventually Um, in a timely manner. I don't know. It's the United States. Anyway, that's been a consistent pattern in my experience with healthcare. Um, Not to mention, when it comes to women, ADD is completely brushed off. Like, I'm super ADD. Anyone who knows me from the time I was a kid, like, it's like, look at that girl. She's super ADD. Like, head in the clouds, complete space cadet. Like, that's my MO. 
or when I was younger, like I was like known as that weird girl who's just like really spacey. And I had ADD and it just went undiagnosed because I was a girl, you know, like any little boy who had the issues that I had would have been prescribed with something. And I'm, I'm glad that I wasn't because I feel like if you get prescribed with that stuff at a young age, it alters your brain chemistry in a weird way. I don't really know how that works with ADHD, but I've heard it's not great if you were prescribed it from a really young age. But then in college, when I wanted to get, you know, treated for my ADD because it was really unmanageable, um, my doctor didn't prescribe me anything valid. Like, she gave me this weird off-brand, like, shitty stuff that made me feel like a zombie and didn't give me, like, anything helpful that you would normally get, like, maybe Adderall or, like, Ritalin. She just was, like, she, she said that she was trying to protect me. And she was afraid people would try to steal my ADD meds from me because I was in a college dorm. And like, okay, is that because I'm a woman? Is that because like you you see me as like vulnerable or do you think I'm up to no good? Like, what is it that makes people not want to treat women? Like, undiagnosed ADD is like a big thing with women and... I don't know. For me, it personally has made my life very difficult. So um, I'm, I deal with it now. Like, it's fine. Like, I, I figure out ways, whatever. But um, And I'm actually getting treated for it now. But it's just there's that extra layer of, like, disbelief and, like, oh, like, are you sure? Or just, like, not really treating the person fully. Or, like, maybe feeling like, they don't need to take us seriously, so they're not going to do as full of a job as they would if it was, say, like, an older, rich white man. I don't know. But yeah, basically the only success I've found with the medical system has been when I've argued with my doctors and always been right. And it's just, like, really a headache. Um, What made me think about it was just the concussion this weekend and, like, I've had so much experience with this and it's so annoying. I feel like it's just so pertinent to women's issues, you know, and that's what I want to talk about is like sexism and how patriarchal everything is. And just, I want to shine a light on the bullshit and like speak openly about it so that other people feel comfortable speaking openly about it. And that's like how progress is made is when voices are heard and people are vulnerable and open enough to like talk about the issues at hand. If you have any similar stories, comment below, like subscribe, follow, all that jazz. Maybe click the notification bell if you're on YouTube. You know, comment on this. Um, I'd love to hear about it. And just, you know, you're not alone if you've been dealing with sort of feeling dismissed in that environment. And also maybe hopefully this validates you if you're feeling like maybe you get brushed off when you're at the doctor's and you're like, no, it's just in my head, which I think we're trained to think. We're trained to like, oh, did I just get like treated weirdly? No, it's probably fine. Like we're trained to think like that, you know? Um, And it's like, no, it's actually a freaking problem and it's serious. So yeah, advocate for yourself, ladies. Um, That's my message for today. I'm not promising to have a message every time, but it's just been on my mind. So anyway, thank you all for being here. Love you guys. Bye.